0: Hello everyone, I have an exclusive for you today. I sat down earlier with my friend, Charmaine Fraser. Um, I was having a chat with her about what it's like to be a witness. Charmaine saw something in the Kamali area of Scotland in the 80s. She was my eight years old, she was on a grandparents' farm. And she too set out looking for other people, trying to investigate and answer all of the questions that unfortunately are placed upon a witness to an event. Um, there is a much longer interview, and I will, of course, be adding that here. But I thought you'd like an exclusive before I actually start the edit. It's just me and Sha chatting away. I'm in my front room, she's in her front room, and we're just having a general natter. I think you'll enjoy it. That's that's what I want. I just want to erase all of that and just start from. I'm a witness. This is what happened to me, mm-hmm. and this is how I navigated it going forward. You know, and basically... Yeah. On- and not on the bloody team going in or who's got the best footprint. I don't want any of that. So I know, I mean, there's a there's half a dozen programmes, everybody's running
1: about with thermal cameras and, and you're just like there's there's only so much of that you can really do. And at the end of the day, I don't know, when I, I kind of stopped going because I thought while well, it can be interesting and it's it's a it's a good walk, but um yeah. you we're unlikely to find anything particularly significant and and a sightings that they never happen when you know no they don't and, um, it's kind of yeah you're going out looking for something you don't really want to find
0: <laughs> I, think we, I honestly think we were forced into that because we yeah. were the witnesses and we were told that we had to provide all of the answers now yeah. if you see a crime they don't say to you, where does that robber live? What does he live like? What's he, is he eating habits? You know, what clothes? Yeah. Are How many children has he got? You yeah. just witnessed it for five seconds and that was it. We're over and done yeah. with. It was stressful. It just became so stressful. Like, I mean, I think
1: if you're trying to have a life out with yeah. this... Yeah, exactly. Then- it's it's just ridiculous I mean I I couldn't do it anymore and at the time the job that I had as well I've had like nursing's not really well known for leaving you much of a life but um at that time it was just ridiculous um like work stress but also just lots of problems when I was researching in the borders with the person that I had down there and you know, I think that was the final straw, but I just withdrew oh, from yeah. the likes of Facebook because I couldn't cope with the politics and the nonsense and you were just like, it's like, you know, when I was speaking to the guy from Cardiff Uni the other week yeah, and he did say about, you know, how do you find, because I, I was saying, you know, usually when you use the scientific methods and these kind of things, other people will critique it. yeah, And that's accepted in research circles scientific so that's that's what you do i said but you you can't do that in this game because people don't take it well
0: exactly that it just all of that and then having to prove yourself as a witness continually and having to prove yeah. that you're not lying and that you're doing every, you're putting 150 in to find out what it is and trying work and your kids and you know my husband and all yeah. of the stuff that goes with that I just thought no I'm done.
1: That was the point of talking about it publicly in the first place was I've had this really weird experience it was a real traumatic thing in my life I can't make sense of it I'm going to talk about it maybe other people have felt this way and that was my motivation for speaking about it Um, not to go out and definitively prove something because I don't think I've ever ostensibly claimed that I've seen Bigfoot it's just I saw something that really matches the descriptions that you're getting from the States and you know there was a lot of similarities so I've kind of, that's the closest thing I can find Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's not definitive and it's not up to me to to prove this beyond a doubt and,
0: No it's not, it isn't and I always say like I spent a long time Shah, as you know apologising for my experience and feeling yeah. like Oh, I'm really sorry this happened to me and I and I really want to investigate it. And then you get the well, you female, you don't, you know, you don't get females in cryptozoology world and yeah. you're not educated enough and you know, all of that stuff that they tell you. And I really took it to heart. It did. And then I had a kind of an epiphany the year my dad died, and it was like, This is my story, and I should be able to do with it as I please. You yeah. know? And like you. I never said I saw Bigfoot. I saw a creature that looked like a an yeah. man and an ape pushed together. And the closest thing that I can find to him is Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Wow. Exactly. exactly. We can't do any more than that. I mean, I only saw him from here up. Yeah. So I saw, what? Chest, shoulders and head. You saw the back of him, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, never, never saw,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, I legged it as it was turning around, <laughs> I was out of there, but, um, yeah, that's the thing, it's, it's um, yeah, there's nothing, you know, I mean, you, I don't know, to be honest, I mean, I've not had, I mean, apart from, like, my family were a bit like, oh, for God's sake, Charmaine, <laughs> yeah. my brother, uh, one of my brothers used to work out on the survey boats on the rigs, and about the time, I think I'd done a, an interview with the Dundee Courier about this at one point, and um, he was below decks, and, and he heard this announcement on the Tannoy, and it was, would the brother of Bigfoot please come to the foredeck? <laughs> so they'd all seen it online, and that was it. He got absolutely ripped for that. Every time I've done something public, he's like, oh, for God's
0: sakes! <laughs> <laughs> when you look at when you look at where it happened compared
1: to it was very forested very forested anyway at least um three or four fields worth of sitka spruce at that time you know what i mean so yeah it was i'll send you that aerial photo of the cottage back then because now that's all gone there's not a lot of woodland left they're actually looking to sell my brother sent me a link the other day because he's up there he still stays up there sometimes and they're a way to sell off a lot of the the woodland for property development and things. So it's completely changed. What I have noticed though is like where I had my sighting and then I had a report from another place in Angus years ago and I went out to the spot where they'd seen a large, dark figure Hmm. jump back into the, the, the woodland in the side of the road when they were driving along the road one night. So I went up there. And there was a stick structure. There was something really odd woven into the deer fence up there. So I've I've got that on my YouTube channel. Not that I've done anything with that channel for years, but that was a really complicated structure that was dead wood and a live sapling all woven into this deer fence and stuff. It was really complex. Not your usual sticks falling over sort of stuff. yeah. yeah, this didn't have a bush. I mean, there was no point to it if it was bushcraft. I don't know what it was. So, but Alice, that's near, that's in between Kirrymuir and Aelith.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. The leaping creature.
1: And I've been in touch with uh, Alassie, emailed me on the back of that elusive thing, and um, she's originally from up that way as well. And it was. Um, she her, and her she was saying they'd been up at um a place just north of there I can't remember the is it the early monument so it's this monument on top of this it's it's just at the south of the glens
0: right so ideal yeah
1: and she says we heard this huge roaring noise and she says I've checked and it wasn't because I said you know make sure it wasn't like deer and she says I've checked and it wasn't and it was the wrong time of year for rutting and things like that but she says she has a friend who had a sighting up there. So all these areas are—we're not far from the glens. Yeah, like you can drive from where I grew up to the glens in half an hour. They're all along that bottom area of like where the the hills start, and then the glens lead up into like the Cairngorms and and bits of the Grampians and things. So that's kind of the very—we're at the very bottom of that hill range. Yeah, and what I, I've found is, you know, when I get witness sightings or you know all these reports, they are all in these areas where it's like there's lots of just hills and woods and stuff. It's not all great rugged landscapes and things. Yeah. It's not,
0: you know, yeah. it's not where people expect it to be, is it? It's my, my of- majority of, of the people who contact me, uh-huh. whether that be a creature, a UFO, they're out walking the dog. Yeah. How did it feel to you when you saw him? Did it, for me, I there was nothing, there was like nothing with him, it wasn't like anger or rage, there was no emotion from him. He just looks at me, you know. But for me, yeah. I to, and I ran. But yeah. some people will say it was almost indifferent to me being there, as if, yeah, interesting because now I've
1: had like plenty of time to kind of. Think about it retrospectively and stuff. Now, at the time, obviously, I was just shocked. That moment where everything just stops, while your brain can't process what's in front of you. But looking back, it it, it was just minding its own business. It was actually standing. It had a it was just looking at a branch, this wee branch that's coming off one of the ash trees. It was just, it was just looking at this thing. It was just minding its own business. It wasn't and when I screamed, it just kind of very slowly, it was almost like, because it didn't know I was there, so it wasn't malevolent in any way, I mean, I didn't hang around to find out, but at the same time, it's, I didn't get, now, you're like, yeah, there was nothing about it that was actively threatening, it was just there, and yeah, just minding its own business, doing its own thing, don't know what thought it was doing, standing there, doing that in the middle of the day, but you know what i mean it's um but yeah. you're only
0: eight you were only very young weren't you 15, you, know, yeah. you were only eight that's yeah that's such a such an age to be seeing something like that and thinking if that's possible because that yes. was my first thought if that's possible have they lied to me are ah, monsters real you know all these things that my parents have told exactly. me. exactly
1: yeah that's exactly what i started to think um you know if they're telling me that's a load of nonsense and that's not real then there's a lot of other stuff people are telling me is nonsense and not real that that might well be you know it was it was kind of decided to make my own mind up about these yeah. things you know what I mean and it was traumatic I do remember it being really traumatic and I was so scared um yeah. because it's a monster so monsters in the woods you know what I mean and 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 it was, it's a cre- it was a creepy place up there anyway, where, you know, when we were kids. Um, in a way, though, I think it was easier for me to cope with because I was so young. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like you, I think you, you cope with these things, like you're more resilient. You get over things if you're that young. I think things like that, when they happen to adults, they're much more traumatic because by that time you've built a worldview You've got your kind of ways of thinking of the world, and this just comes along and completely shatters that. Whereas, if when you're a kid, you're not at that stage yet. So, so I've grown up since child knowing that not everything that people tell me is real and not real is the case. You know what I mean? So it's and um, it's always just been part of my life. Not that I knew what it was for decades. And I
0: would, what did you would, call him? What in your head? But for me, it's the money.
1: I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I I didn't actually have a name for it. It was just that thing that I saw. You know what I mean? It, I didn't have a name for it. I didn't know what it was. And for years, I remember when I was much younger, I was like, "Should I have like all these things go through your head? You're like, was that an alien? What was that? Yeah. You know, was it some kind of creature? Because at that point, I didn't know about Bigfoot." and yeah. um then part of me's thinking should i have run away you know what i mean and, and all these things go through your head and but yeah it was it was quite terrifying i mean also i mean it, i had to go back up there hundreds yeah. and hundreds of times over the course of my life and it was only when i went up in the mindset of i'm going to look at this yes. area with this mindset i had this weird it's like a, a reaction. I was shaking. Remember the yeah. day I stood at the bottom of the track to look along where I'd seen this thing and stuff, and I was physically shaken. And then I made myself walk around all the woods and I was terrified, but I thought, I have to do this because I can't be in fear. Yeah. And then something changed there. It was like um it's like processing trauma, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that changed it for me. And it's almost like saying to that wee lassie many years ago. It wasn't going to harm you, you know. You weren't in any danger. These things are not going to like hurt you, you know what I mean? I think maybe that was quite an important part of why I went and researched it, you know. Because um, also, I just wanted to, you know, wondered if, if you know, could this provide me some answer?
0: I really enjoyed catching up with Charmaine. It's been a long time since we spoke, and we've known each other about eight years now, I think. Um... But it's just nice being able to talk to somebody and they understand the kind of things that you've had to go through too. We're hoping going forward that we can make things a little bit easier for people coming forward, especially younger people. We still get reports from small children who have to witness these creatures. The interview's about an hour long and it will be up on my YouTube channel if you want to watch it. We take about four or five days before it goes up there. So like I say, this is an exclusive part of um, the chat that we had just for you guys.